the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, live in the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show, getting closer to Thanksgiving holiday, and we are certainly very thankful for you guys out there. Before the break, last hour, uh, we were talking about the, just to catch you up, we were talking about the Supreme Court uh, sticking it to Donald Trump through the IRS and Congress, and we also talked about Fraud Fauci's uh, farewell today, and it got ugly there. And speaking of ugly, we talked about the Beyond Meat fiasco, just in case you like that plant-based business. And then we fit, wrapped up by talking to uh, Deacon Jim Vargas with his his event happening for Thanksgiving, his annual Thanksgiving Day 5K. For those of you who like to run, I think I'm going to give online <laughs> and save my knees and my ankles because I don't really have good joints. All right. Um, for hour two, we're kicking off uh, hour two on a Tuesday with our dear friend Gary Quackenbush, right from GQ Law here mm-hmm. with his Tuesday night segments. Always a super fun time. And he's with, well, before I bring in uh, GQ uh, to do Quack and the Whack and the news you can use, I also I'll also have to bring in my buddy, my pod here every night of the week. I'm certainly very grateful for him. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yo. Yo. That's about all he's got. He's so busy keeping things rolling back there. All right, Gary Quackenbush, glad to have you back with me, my dear. We're <clears throat> thankful for you. Well, I'm thankful for you, too, and for this show and all you do to keep people on track and knowing where they should be thinking. That's because right. Mm-hmm. a lot of stuff out there. Well, so there is. Talk, AK. Thank you. And I'm glad I can be the one, you know, that can share what, everything you need to know about mm-hmm. COVID, shots, plant-based meat, and the Supreme Court. I mean, I'm here for all of it, Gary Quackenbush. <laughs> plant-based meat and Supreme Court. That's amazing. <laughs> Speaking of meat, how about meat that eats plants? Oh, turkeys. Okay, meat yeah. that eats plants. So, All right. The, before I before we get serious, oh my gosh, on my show today, I had I was basically talking about some cases that they kind of are breaking my heart. And as an attorney, I'm trying to figure. I, you know, I've just been kind of like going, I gotta help people fix this problem. But that's what I want to talk about after we talk about our funny laws. So, Andrew K. Um, the 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 thing about Thanksgiving, this isn't the funny law. It's just like the things we focus on. As a country, I, they kind of cracked me up. In 1815, President James Madison said two Thanksgivings, one spring and one fall, because we are grateful to be alive and we've settled this nation and everything, 1815, right? Then in 1939 and 40, Franklin D. Roosevelt said, let's make it so that they actually were trying to get it so that Depression-era retailers would have a longer buying season. So they said Thanksgiving is on the third Thursday in November. So Uh that was interesting. And then the very year later, 1941, Uh Congress passes a joint resolution. Now, I know it's hard to believe that Congress actually agreed on something, but they agreed 
that the official um, date for Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday in November. So that just shows you that back in 1941, Congress could agree on something. Well, they could. Mm-hmm. And of course, that was it, it could have been because that was at a time in which the, you know, the world kind of rallied together, the good guys against the bad, right? Western civilization. Mm-hmm. So we were certainly more united at that time. But of course, who's going to argue over a day off on th- a Thursday for a holiday, which also ended up giving us the next day off. And I don't know how that happened. I didn't really, I don't think uh-huh. I've ever paid attention to how it ended up becoming the the Thursday that it is. Um, at next now, and the Friday is not a national holiday, but most businesses give no. it off. Most businesses give Fridays off. Are you giving Friday off to your workers? Are you like, um, like they're like a, you're like a sweat shop, and they got to come in Friday? Oh my gosh, I'm totally a sweat shop. <laughs> what, what I ended up doing is I just have PTO. I mean, I tell my so in, in my office the way GQ Law does it is we give people PTO. I don't care when you take it off. If you want to take it off on Thanksgiving, the day after, whatever, the day before Christmas, two days before, for a week, whatever, you just have a certain number of days off for anything, whether it's a mental health day or a regular, you know, day or just a day off or a holiday or a vacation day. It's all the same. I love that. I don't really fuss with people on stuff. That's such a great idea. People take less time off because if you really say you only get six, six days and you accrue a half one each month and you get this holiday and that, whatever then people have no flexibility and I give them all this flexibility and they don't take long vacations because they don't want to be out too long and get behind on their work. So I'm like, okay, give people responsibility and flexibility and they become responsible and flexible. And I love that. Amazing how that works. Right. And I love that uh-huh. idea. I would have loved that because there was times when I would have rather, you know, um, you know, because of when, particularly when holidays fell sometime in the middle of the week, right. It's like, I would have, I just would have rather continued to work. Like if Christmas fell on a Wednesday, you know, it's like we got Christmas Eve off and I'm in the middle of trying to get a project done. I would have rather just taken taken that day off another time during the week. So I actually love, love, love that idea. Not surprising coming from you. All right. Any crazy, wacky laws to share with us, like a pickle bouncing law? Pickles got to bounce six feet. Well, this one really disturbs me because I'm a big ice cream fan. But in Rosemead, California, you it is illegal to eat ice cream with a fork. <laughs> so, <laughs> therefore, therefore, I, I don't know whether maybe it's the, maybe it's the danger in Rosemead. Maybe they're really conservative because of maybe people I don't know stab themselves while they're eating. But so what happens though is if I'm eating my apple pie a la mode, oh. I have to eat it with a spoon, which bothers me. I don't like to eat pie with a spoon. Right, I don't either. So I wonder what it, it, it. I wonder if I could just do it with my hands. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I, I will say they might have an argument if it's. Um, well, uh, like if it's somebody's walking around, I'm thinking maybe the idea behind it was because I'm all, every time you give us these wacky laws, I'm always trying to figure out why they did it. Right. So I guess there's an argument to be made that ice cream melts through the tines of a fork. Right. Except nobody ever walks around with just a ball of ice cream. You know, it's either in a cup no. or it's in a cone or it's on a piece of pie or whatever in a dish. So I can't. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, where is Rosemead? Maybe we can figure it out by knowing the location of Rosemead. What part of California? California is that? Do you know? Well, it's north. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm really good at geography. Everything is north and east <laughs> of me. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking it might be up in that crazy part of Cali, like Humboldt. 
like up there in the far yeah. and far north uh, of California, the crunchy, oh the crunchy land. You know, it's got to it's got to have something to do with the environment. I don't know, GQ. I can't oh make God. sense of it. That's your job. It makes it makes no sense to me. Rosemead <laughs> is by uh, Alhambra. The heck. You're not helping me out with that, man. That didn't get me. Los Angeles. Really? No way. Los Angeles County. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's not exactly known to be like a clean freak area. I don't. I don't get what was behind that law. I don't know. I don't know how if they were trying to appear uppity or you know like elegant, you know like etiquette. I don't know what that's about. GQ. I don't know. I got to research and see. Maybe you have to have your pinky in the air when you just have a teacup of rosemary too. That could be. And is it for certain flavors of ice cream? You know, then I would want to know. Yeah, that, yeah, because, yeah. But see, I like to eat ice cream with a fork because you can get a bigger chunk mm. and it's easier to push in and then you just pry Only- it out. And then nobody knows that you ate it because uh-huh. there's fork marks. Yeah. You know, this is, this just doesn't go anywhere. I, I, it just bothers me. Don't mess with my ice cream. Don't tell me I got to be gluten free. Don't tell me I can't eat sweets. Yeah. My father in law lived to 88 years old and he ate, he was always fit. He played handball. Not oh. that wimpy racquetball stuff. Handball until he was like 83 years old. No way. He ate ho-hos, ding-dongs, cupcakes. He would eat uh, his chips ahoy with his favorite cookie. His going out to him was McDonald's and he'd cut the hamburger in half and eat half of the fries. The dude was always really skinny and he lived to 88 eating that wow. stuff. Wow. It's like, oh my gosh, if you eat sugar, you're going to, you know, that Satan's tool and you're going to yeah. die. <laughs> Satan's like, tool. Okay. So I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat like really strict, like gluten-free, yeah. nothing sweet or tasty or salty or peppery or anything. Just eat super bland, no carbohydrates food for my whole life so I can live to 89. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Enjoy life. I think probably the best thing that he did was his exercise. I saw, I actually yep, went one time when I was in college with some people to go play handball and I never even made it into a game because I watched that from the outside into like one of these little, I don't even know what they call it. And it was like, um, yeah. no, I don't want to get hit in the face with a ball. Okay. That's so, yeah. And they're using their hands. But I think with him, it was he didn't eat a lot of food. He wasn't a pig, so he didn't eat like tons of calories. It was about portions. It was I've been talking about portion control. Mm -hmm. Calories in, calories out. Calories in, calories out. If you, I mean, you can measure how much weight you're going to lose by how many calories you eat. Just you just weigh it out. Go okay. This this is how many calories, and I can only burn thirty two hundred today. And if I eat five thousand. I'm going to gain weight. It's there, really good, right. there you go, people. GQ Law is here. You can listen to him every day at 2 p.m. In, uh, in the afternoon to get good legal and, and money advice. And then here he gives good nutrition advice as well Very on the AK nutrition. Show. And, that's, and that is the nutrition advice. And I will tell you, if you want to get a hold of me, especially for estate planning, it's 855-500-TRUST. I made it really easy for Andrea K. listeners, 855-500-TRUST. And my, my serious note of the day. Yes. Oh, Time to get into the news I you can kidding. use. Right. And this is it, Andrea. And this is really, for me, is a big deal. As people wait too long to take care of business, I am seeing people coming in after the doctor. They come in because they go to the doctor. They, they're, you know, their son or daughter takes them to the doctor and they're not doing really well. They're kind of forgetting things or kind of, you know, and they go into the doctor and the doctor said, I don't think you should be driving and mm-hmm. you're not competent anymore and then then they go oh my gosh dad's been declared incompetent we should go fix this we got to go get an estate plan too late 
too why, late. Why is it too late? Because they've already been declared incompetent? Because they've been declared incompetent. And, and if a doctor says they're incompetent, especially the ones that write it down, a declaration of incompetency, anything they sign after that is not even going to be legitimate because they're legally incompetent. They're not. They're now. They're now like a, a minor. They can't make legally binding contracts. So it's like we just wait too long, and it's like we force your parents to do things. But you know, for you know, I see people that are in their fifties and all of a sudden they have a stroke. It's like, whoa, dad's incompetent now, and well, there's no will, there's no trust, no nothing, and they're just just you got to do. I heard, and the, my very favorite thing, and it really bothered me because I said, gosh darn it, how dare you say that to me, is, the, the I can't remember who said it, but he said, you have to take the time to do the things you need to do along the way. Yeah. You just have to, if it needs to be done, you've got to take the time to do it, period. Don't yeah. just say, I'll put it tomorrow, put it tomorrow, put it tomorrow, because like, what if you're incapacitated? What if you're, what if you're in rose? What if you eat ice cream with a fork and you get yourself in the eye? Yeah. You never know. It's, you know, you, know, you could poke somebody's eye out. That Maybe that's where that came from. Don't eat ice cream with a fork. You could take somebody's eye out. I'm flashing on an old coworker yeah. of mine at Xerox who ended up um, having dementia at 50. Mm-hmm. You just never know. And let me tell you, this woman was such an athlete. Um, you know, even after having a baby, she was just so low body fat, still, you know, hardcore athlete. And she was the opposite of anybody that you would expect. And one of the smartest people I ever worked with. And when I, when I heard that she had been diagnosed with dementia and at that point, uh, you know, she was obviously incompetent, not able to handle her affairs. And so to this Mm -hmm. day, I don't know. Because her husband wasn't exactly anybody that, you know, we ever thought highly of and didn't. So it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. And I hadn't even thought about that in these in, in, until you just mentioned that. I hadn't even thought about her in a long time. I've been obsessing over the fact that this past weekend I saw another story, this time on 2020, where a husband with a lot of money remarries young woman. This one had a set of twins that he adopted. He did a prenup, which I don't know if that's the same as estate planning. And as, yeah, soon, well, as soon as he lets her know that he's tired of her spending all of his money... And he wants a divorce. He ends up dead. And then it was announced she's finally in prison, but it was a nasty probate situation for his biological children who had to fight it out with the twins that he adopted. Complete mess. And had he done proper estate planning, he'd be alive today. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Almost same identical story. And it's. I know we like to trust people, especially people that you're going to marry and all that. And that's all fine and good. But when you're, when you've already had a family, you're down the road a ways and it's your second or third, you cannot be careful enough. I mean, have that relationship, but make sure financially things are taken care of. But people just kind of go in and they think, oh no, this only happens to other people. Other people die when they're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50. I'm going to die when I'm a hundred. Oh, I'm getting remarried to this really young person. She really does love me. I know everybody else has a prenup, but I'm not going to do it. It's like, we just, need to take the time to do the things you got to do along the way. The big thing is estate planning, powers of attorney, estate planning. And I'm really finding a lot of problems with um, people becoming incapacitated. And mm-hmm. now we have to go to pro, uh, into the court system to get a conservatorship, which costs so much money and takes so much time. And they're very, it's just a horrible, awful procedure. But if you had a power of attorney, if you have your will and trust and your money is put in there properly, it's just so much easier. It's like having insurance. 
You know, well, you hate insurance until you need it. Well, but then, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of thinking you would think that more people would be aware um, just the uh, the fact that you could just go so quickly. I mean, I think we were all reminded, whatever you think of COVID and the shots and this and that and protocols, um, it, you know, people, our mortality was brought to the forefront of us. Oh, yeah. And so you oh, would, yeah. I would like to think that that might have raised awareness for doing estate planning. I don't know that it did. Um, but there were many people that went into the hospital with a bad cough thinking they were going to go home and ended up on a ventilator and dead. And that can yep. happen to anybody at any time. And so it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do these news you can use segments because I, that story, that scenario happened to people that I know. And, you know, you, yeah. you always think you've got time. And whether it's incapacitation because of dementia or, or, or being in a hospital from a disease and dying or finding out, I also have known, here's another scenario that is suddenly for the, for, uh, I, that I didn't really experience before. And that's all people that I know or ex- people that I know through an extension of people that I know, um, going into the doctor and finding out they've got two weeks to live. Oh yeah, because of cancer. It's the it's the late diagnosed cancer. You don't some things don't show up like pancreatic cancer. You don't know about it, and you get it, and the doctor goes, "Whoa, stage four. Get things in order. You got two weeks." Yeah, and know, you know, and then you spend the last two weeks of your life doing the things that you that you should have done in the last. Yeah, so instead of going and saying, well, "I'm going to spend time with my family," I got to do this. You're going, "God, I got to talk to the lawyer and get this done." Yeah, Can I do that. And that's and even if they think and notaries to the hospital. Well, and that's even if they think know? about that. Not every doctor tells people to get their affairs in order. And sometimes what happened to me is that with somebody that I know, and he was gone within two weeks, um, they actually thought that if they did this aggressive treatment, then he might come out of it. And so the focus was all on the treatment to try to save his life. And he went into a hospital in the coma and was gone before they could get the affairs in order. So um, you're you're not always even if late diagnosis you're not always going to have the time. So um, yep. so anyway, it, you know, let's end on something more positive. What else can we? Can, how can we end us? Let's tell every. What, do you have something special planned for Thanksgiving? Let's end on a positive note. My daughter and son-in-law and three kids got here today. Oh he, yay! He works for American Liquors Company. He brought an entire supply of experimental and new flavored licorices. And I'm going to be bringing that to the KCBC studios to <gasps> sam- have you guys sample. Oh, so yay. Some on-air responses. Like, so what did you think? By you yeah. guys, he means me. Uh, oh, I love licorice. Oh, hands yeah. off, man. You ain't getting oh, any, anywhere okay. near no, 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 this no, no, licorice. No, no. Gary will explain. <gash> oh, my gosh. Okay. It's all good. Pumpkin spice. Hmm. Mm. Some good licorices. So, so I'm going to be in with that. But you know, I love Thanksgiving. It is so, it's just fun to get together and spend time. I love to eat. I love all the... Everything, like Noah said, that was it last Tuesday, he was saying, I, or Thursday, I eat night. I said, I like 95% of the food that's on the Thanksgiving table. I went, yeah, I got at least that. So that's good. <laughs> but no, I love the food. I love the family. And I love just spending time with people. And people, they're just more kinder on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I love that. I love that it's like the nation says, hey, guys, stop. Be thankful. Yes, stop and be thankful. Well, Gary Quackenbush, let me say again how thankful we are for you and all you do. And you always make me laugh and you care about your clients. And we're so grateful for you. Thank you. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. See you you again, you guys. And I'm happy that Gary will be bringing the licorice in for his show, which is... Four hours earlier than yours. Mm-hmm. There better be some licorice here <laughs> when, when I come in or there's yeah, going to be some, something to pay. All right, Gary, we'll let you go, my man. I promise. All right, See thank you, you, dear. Bye. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Something big going on over at Disney. Is it going to save Disney? 
because they're Disney streaming. I think their new movie coming out has to make $2 billion just to break even. We might be saying bye-bye, Mickey. Bye-bye, Minnie. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. So there's this little sporting event going on called the World Cup. Who out there cares about the World Cup? Who's watching that? 888-344-1170. So somebody decided, I don't know how because I don't know how it works, I've never watched a pro. I've actually was in Mexico on vacation one time when Mexico was in the World Cup and it was the World Cup finals. Super fun. And that fun, as much fun as I had, my eyes never watched the, the, uh, the, the game <laughs> at any point. So I sit here telling you I've never watched uh, a professional soccer game in my life. I've never watched a World Cup game. So I don't know how these, I don't know how these tournaments and the World Cup works. I don't know how they got chosen. The I guess these are the finals, not the semifinals. I don't know how they ended up being played in a country that um, is under Sharia law. Qatar, QA, and and Qatar, Qatar, however you say, it, is a, is a country that is is under Islamic rule, and that means that it's not a, the religion there is not just a you know part of somebody's social life. It's actually a part of their politics, and I've actually argued in the United States. That if we really wanted to route out and get rid of Islamic terror in this country, we would we would declare Islam as a political system that has a religious component versus a religion. Because you look at Qatar and they've got Sharia. What happens under Sharia? It's illegal to be gay. Under Sharia, women are stoned to death for being raped. Under Sharia, little girls have their genitals cut off with rusty knives and no anesthesia. That's what goes on over there. Nevertheless... The FIFA people, is that is that who it is? FIFA, FIFA people decided to have the World Cup played in Qatar. Well, oh my goodness, here comes the rainbow flags. Here comes the rainbow flags, and it's become this big controversy over there. Well, I actually like the sentiment of this uh, person, and I don't know uh, his name off of Twitter. He's Majid Nawaz, and he says, please STFU about Qatar. You have no idea how nauseatingly neocolonial your virtue signals sound. None of you, here's where I'm liking where this man is going. None of you forced jab supporting, baby injecting, lockdown loving, mask mandating, science denying, transhumanist cheerleaders for globalist technocrats have any moral authority. Did he nail it? Pretty much. Dude. And then he adds, then he, then he does a follow-up tweet, and he adds, I should add, you election-interfering, Hunter Biden laptop-denying, Ukraine warmongering, money-laundering, media-slaving hypocrites. Boom. Dude, I don't know who you are, but I'm liking where you're coming from. This could be a bot, I don't know, but it looks like a legit Twitter account, and he got, and of course it went viral. This is absolutely true. I will tell you, though, I'm actually surprised that there's any pushback because all we've heard since 9-11 was that Islam and Sharia are peaceful and fabulous. And, you know, and, and if you question anything related to Islam in any country under Sharia, you're a bigot. In fact, we've had Democrats in this country defend Sharia. 
We've had Democrats try to stop in the United States of America from making female genital mutilation illegal. We have Sharia being recognized in U.S. courts in the United States of America. So finally, there's some people recognizing that Islam is not exactly gay friendly. Although I'm not really hearing, I don't think it's really the U.S. over there pushing. I'm not, I'm not, I, in fact, I haven't really heard anti-cutter and anti-Sharia media reports. Have you, Skins? Nope. I hadn't heard it a bit. Probably because we've got Sharia defenders like Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, anti-Semitic Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar sitting. Now, um, Kevin McCarthy has declared that he's going to remove uh, Ilhan Omar from the Foreign uh, Affairs Committee, how she got put on there just says everything you need to know about America. I want to read another. Um, speaking of this FIFA dude, or FIFA? FIFA World Cup. So the head of FIFA World Cup said this today. Um, his name is President Gianni... Um, well, the background here, this is according to Breitbart. The Muslim cu- country of Qatar, host of the 2022 World Cup, has taken criticism for its Sharia law against homosexuality and its mistreatment of migrant workers. Still, FIFA World Cup and the World Cup are holding soccer's biggest event anyway. Now, FIFA President Gianni Infantino is taking criticism um, and here because of his attempt to basically appease everybody here's what he had to say and when you try to appease everybody you just end up looking like a a bigger jack wagon than you already are here's what he said today today i feel qatari i I, did kamala harris write this today i feel qatari today i feel arab today i feel african today i feel gay today i feel disabled today i feel like a vagrant what does that even mean why didn't he call him a hobo today i feel like a hobo today i feel like a migrant worker He went on to add, I feel all of this because what I see brings me back to my personal story. What was he, an African migrant, gay, disabled Arab at one point in his life? Is that what he's trying to say here? He went on to describe his early days as the child of an immigrant couple in Switzerland who was bullied. I mean, you got to hand it to him. He's taken a page out of the out of the libtard media here in the United States trying to try to think about it is, you know, like relay racing, you know, you race and someone passes the baton and then. Right. Different sport, Kamala, but kind of the same sentiment. (laughs) Um, He went on to say that he knows he isn't a Qatari. He isn't gay, but but I feel like it because I know what it means to be discriminated, to be bullied as a foreigner in a foreign country. Well played, man. Pull out the victim card to try to distract people and deflect against the fact that you chose a country that has homosexuality. As illegal. I guess the gay people should just be glad that he didn't have it in Saudi Arabia where they toss gay people off our roofs, right? Jenna Ellis got into, uh, speaking of the whole um, issues that's going on, the whole the whole politicalization of the LBGTQ movement. She tweeted this today, got into a lot of, and I'm curious what you guys, if you guys think that she was uh, chose the wrong time for this. Um, she retweeted Colorado Springs Police Department who said we respect all of our community members including our LBGT community therefore we will be identifying the victims by how they identified themselves and how in other words by their pronouns 
Jenna Ellis, remember her? She was the attorney, uh, one of the attorneys for Trump. The Colorado, she tweeted, she retweeted with this statement. The Colorado Springs PD is posting photos of the victims with their preferred pronouns as if that is what is most important to their humanity. Um, it's what's most important to the left as they try to use these victims here uh, to push for their power. In fact, the big movement today is um, if you care about these victims, you'll speak out for them. I am not obligated, no matter how tragic a manner in which somebody dies, I'm not obligated then and required to validate their life choices because they died in a, in a horrible manner. And I'm not going to be bullied into doing that. And that's what's going on here. It's like the shame game in order to respect them. Respect. If you want to know the definition of respect, respect is not to try to shove your identity, your identity politics game down anybody's throat by trying to require somebody to use words that go along with it, with a that, that are antithetical to their belief system. The respect needs to go towards those of us who don't agree. That's the respect. Going to take a break. When we come back, what's the what what's the Chinese police doing here in the United States of America? We're going to talk about that after a break. 888-344-1170. Do you think Jenna Ellis chose the wrong time to tweet that out about the pronouns? 888-344-1170. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Hard to follow Dr. Fauci, who I would argue has been the most important, consequential public servant in the United States in the last half century and a leader and a role model for so many of us. So, Tony. Okay, who, I, I don't recognize that voice. Who was that fool? Who was that clown? Oh, that's, I don't, the, the, Dr. Job from the White House. Oh, oh yeah. He well, you know what? He's right about one thing. Fauci is probably the most consequential, consequential that's figure for sure. because he was given the reins of power over this country and literally given godlike powers over life and death, and he killed. He's the one who should be. And by the way, have we seen his tax returns? I don't think so. In fact, he's hidden. Uh, Andrew Andrzejewski has been trying from open the books, has been trying to get the truth about his money and how he made $5 million off of COVID. Highest paid government employee. Highest paid government employee is, is, is a serial killer. There, There's that. I'm going to quickly read a couple of emails from uh, uh, listeners. Okay, here's one that put me in my place. Andrea, my daughter and her tennis team bought their coach, nice young man, a Beyond Meat hamburger, unbeknownst to him. Told them that was the best burger he ever had, and he still doesn't know. Well, it could have been a yummy burger, or he could have just been a really sweet young man who told these young gals that it was delicious because he's a very gracious young man. I don't know. I might have to sample one. No, I can't do it. Can't do it. She goes on to say, um, couldn't get uh, your podcast from yesterday. I don't know about that. Uh, Can't hear you, my man. Can't yep, hear. that's because there's lots of stuff going on with the short week here at the station, doing the best we can. Okay, so we'll get those podcasts up. And by the way, if you ever miss a show, you can always uh, get the podcast, download download it wherever you get your podcast. And speaking of Fauci, she goes on to say, I love it when listeners cover like a variety of different topics. She goes on to say, and yes, that small garden gnome is truly evil. At least he's with the right crowd. Um, 
have a good night. Awesome. And then um, here's another email from a listener going back to the first hour in which we talked about the Republican establishment. He says, we're one nation under God, and that's the reason we're free, because we follow God, not government. At this point, why not have an American first party? I'm all for it. Everything else is fake. We must save America and keep it the way it was meant to be. Okay. Um, How else did the establishment, the uniparty system... um, betray us or is it really a betrayal of the u.s when the chinese communist party is allowed to set up police stations across this country that's right i think i might have mentioned it once before but it really didn't have any details and of course the chinese communist party is trying to paint it as though it's something completely innocuous that they've just set up these these bureaus around the country uh, to help Chinese citizens here, you know, navigate life. Like, how do you, you know, if you need to get that that driver's license renewed. No, that's not what this is about. Uh, we're going to play a, a clip for you guys that tells about the growing situation going on here um, related to these Chinese, quote, service stations here. Uh, clip one. Republicans are pressing for answers from President Biden. Correspondent Brian Yenis is in Chinatown tonight. We have to wake up to the fact that this is happening. It's happening right in our backyard. Republicans like Florida Representative Michael Waltz are demanding the Biden administration investigate China's latest efforts to spy on Chinese dissidents in the U.S. and around the world. According to the human rights organization Safeguard Defenders, China's communist regime has established at least 54 so-called police service stations in cities across more than a dozen countries as a means to threaten, intimidate, and control Chinese dissonance. These particular campaigns of persuading people to return, so against their will, forcing them to return to China through fully illegal means. Here in New York City's Chinatown, an illegal police service station is allegedly operating out of this building. The Chinese government says it's the America Shuang Lua Association, a nonprofit blacklisted by the IRS, dedicated to helping Chinese nationals with bureaucratic affairs like renewing driver's licenses. FBI Director Christopher Wray said he is concerned and investigating. It is outrageous uh, to think that the Chinese police would attempt to set up shop, you know, in New York, let's say, without proper coordination. Yang Xiong, a U.S. veteran and famous Chinese dissident, has been the target of Chinese spies. Earlier this year, the FBI arrested a Chinese government agent who tried to derail Xiong's political congressional campaign through intimidation. Xiong says Chinese residents were afraid to support him. This is such a tragic thing. They all live in the United States and yet are still afraid of CCP in China. This is proof that the CCP's arm has reached too far. In New York, Brian Yenis, Fox News. I don't usually play clips from Fox News. I apologize for you having to hear Brett Baer on there, but it was a good wrap-up of what's going on with these Chinese police stations, and that's exactly what they are. And shame on Christopher Ray. I mean, the, the FBI is clearly, and the FBI and the DOJ and all of our intelligence community is still so committed to doing nothing but infiltrating peaceful rallies by Trump and cooking up fednapping plots that they can't be bothered to see that the Chinese Communist Party is setting up police stations all across the U.S. And clearly, they don't have any ideas to what's going on inside of these precincts. What you heard with the woman speaking there was that you you heard what they're doing is they're going, they're controlling the Chinese citizens while they are here in the United States of America. 
that does not follow our Constitution. Basically, Christopher Wray and the FBI and the U.S. government, in fact, I don't know how long they've been here. This could have been happening under the FBI and the DOJ and the Trump administration because they were already, already completely corrupted during the Trump administration, which is why they continued with their coup attempts. And of course, nothing's going to happen right now because, you know, and the, well, uh, I started to say because Joe Biden is president, but really the Chinese Communist Party has had its hooks in the uniparty system. And they don't care that China is here controlling people on the ground in the United States of America. This is kind of like Europe, where Europe set up these, um, there's these no-go zones and in, in, this is how it started, right? I mean, Europe... Uh, it, it imported all these is, Islamists into their country and then shoved them into outlying areas and they set up their own little uh, parallel governments and their own little systems. And that's what's going on here with the Chinese Communist Party. And Christopher Ray didn't know about it, supposedly. So either that's a case of complete incompetence or it's the fact that they've really known and they don't care. Because the United States, for the same reason, the United States has allowed the Chinese Communist Party to buy up our farmland. They're allowing them to buy up uh, you know, all kinds of properties across this country. We're in the process of selling off the United States of America to the Chinese Communist Party. So I don't think Christopher Wray really cares at all. We're going to take a break. When we come back, what did? why is a feminine hygiene product company in hot water today? What did they say that was really crazy and off the rails? We're going to share that with you, unfortunately, when we come back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. You know what I'm flashing on now about Thanksgiving? I don't remember the last time I heard anybody talk about thanks football on Thanksgiving anymore. I don't really hear the NFL. I don't hear anybody talking about that anymore. I had one person today on Facebook um, say that uh, when I asked what's the best part of Thanksgiving, somebody said a Cowboys win. And it stuck out at me because it was like the only comment out of many that had to do with the NFL. Do you have, do you have anybody in your life who watches the game still on Thanksgiving? Um, I mean, you're not, that's I, not your honest, sport really anyway. Don't pay attention because I am just not a football guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not, that's not your thing. Um, I debated over whether or not to, to do this story. Parade, the Thanksgiving Day parade, big for me. Football, not so much. Yeah, even though even though I was an NFL fanatic, I never really watched on Thanksgiving Day because it was never any team I cared about on Thanksgiving. Because they, uh, the, I don't remember. It's been it was very rare when the Saints would play on Thanksgiving. Okay. Um. By the way, the episode of American Greed in which I'm briefly featured regarding San Diego's Gina Champion Kane is on tonight. So do watch that. If for no other reason than I think this story is fascinating, which is why American Greed picked it up. Because here was this beautiful, successful, and like uber successful real estate developer who just, we mentioned this with the Chrisleys last night, Chrisley's story, who just got sucked into through greed. You know, one of the seven deadlies, and it just took her down. And um, now she's got, I think, 20-something years she's spending. uh, There was, was, they took... Part of an interview that I did with her on a radio show they're playing tonight. I debated on uh, sharing this. It's just so gross. Um, 
you know what? I'm, I I can't do it. I can't do it. That there's, gross, huh? There's a feminine hygiene product company that tried to be clever today in using a sexual reference to for marketing, and and it was so cringe that even lefties came out against it. And the good news about it, I guess, would be that the undercurrent of it, Some actually some lefties were upset because the undercurrent of it, it was Tampax, by the way, the undercurrent of it from their post was really about genders and and uh, the position that there is male and there is female. But the way they went about it through a sexual reference was really, really cringe. Really cringe. Made me uncomfortable. I think I'm going to, I think I want to talk briefly about uh, this post I saw on Instagram from Graham Ledger, who used to have a show here on One America News. And it was a story out of Brazil. And this is a feel good story for me because a couple of women were in a bathroom when a dude came in claiming that he, you know, pretending to be transgender, who proceeded to whip out his male parts in front of children. And these women. <laughs> You know, there. You know, there's this this supposed this theory. I've never known anybody that actually put it to test. To where you're when you're in a sit in, in a, like a traumatic or um, a, a bad situation, your adrenaline pumps and you've given more power, like more physical strength, right? Because of a crisis or some kind of like terrible situation. That's almost like the situation here because this dude looked like he was like six, two and weighed like two twenty five, Right. And these two slight five foot five, maybe five foot, foot six women dragged him out by his hair down a flight of steps while beating on his head for what he did. That's what we need to see going on. And when any man or biological male attempts to come in and share a locker room or share a bathroom with women, especially anybody underage, and that includes high schools, I want to know why there's any father in the United States of America that has let his daughter play on a sports team that included any biological male being in the locker or not even just being in the locker room. Why would you that we posted this story the other day, a dude who had come in. 76th or 176th in track and field or something finally decides he he's a, a, a girl and then he ends up of course winning his first match and somebody put on their first meet and somebody put on their the second he showed up every parent of those girls should have walked away and said we're not competing this is a lesson for American parents out there it's time for us to stop being nice and even if Somebody comes and arrests you, this will stop this crap. At least I think it should. I don't know. Maybe we're so far gone, it wouldn't It wouldn't stop anything. But I'm telling you, if I'm in a restroom and I see a dude come in and do what just happened, it's on. And he may get the better of me, but I'm going to get some kicks and some licks in on that. Because we, we cannot be allowing this child abuse to take place. Hey, thanks for being here. We covered everything from women dragging a trans dude out to Beyond Meat to, you know, SCOTUS. We covered it all tonight, didn't we? And glad you were here for the ride. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Follow me on all the socials. Peace out. Three. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.